But I am going to say this. If you want something, like, if you really want a good girl or you want a good guy, ask yourself, am I a good guy or am I a good girl? Like, do I, do, am I the person that I want? Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. I think that's a big thing that people need to really think about. Yeah. Hi everyone, my name is Dee Vega. I am a Houston tattoo artist specializing in scalp micropigmentation, microblading, lip blush, and tiny tattoos. If you want to know a little bit more about what I do, stay tuned to Go Hard Podcast. Welcome back to Go Hard Podcast. I'm your host, Noah, as usual. We have a very, another very special guest here today. Let's give it up for D Vega. And Lolita. And Lolita. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Is she going to be good on the pod? Yeah, look, she's chill, man. Yeah, she's, she's really well behaved. She's really chill. I got blessed. I got really she smelled my whole house already. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> where am I at? <laughs> but nah, she's, she's good. good. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, my name is D Vega. Um, well, my name's Deandra, but I go by D. Um, I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Um part of my life I also lived in the valley, um, around Harlingen, Texas. I still have family in the valley. Nine five six. Um, yes. Let's go. Nine five six. Um, I uh, I'm a tattoo artist. I do a little bit of everything. I do scalp micropigmentation, eyebrows, lips, tiny tattoos, and um, yeah. So you pretty much like bring the bottom into life. I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, scalp micropigmentation is like. The BBL for men, yeah, that are balding at this yeah, point, balding, right? Yeah. Like that's. What's the youngest customer you had? <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you, there's a reason behind that. There's a reason because oh. my friend, he was 14 when he started going bald. Oh yeah, no, I've I've heard, um, I've asked my clients um, when they started, and some of them are young, very young age. Yeah, wow. yeah, a lot of it can be genetic. Sometimes it's not. It it really just depends. Um, the youngest person that I had. Uh, for scalp micropigmentation, he was 26. Wow, that's pretty young still. And I recently got another client that reached out to me uh, for his son, but it was just for a scar, like a scar camouflage. But Uh-oh. for balding-wise, the youngest was 26. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's still pretty young, though. Mm-hmm. Like, my pop- <clears throat> shout out to my pops, but he's uh, 53 and he's like full head. Yeah, my thick, dad is uh, 69 and... Still has a lot of hair. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about, about yourself and uh, like your roots and stuff like that. Um. Okay. So um, both of my parents are Mexican. Um. You know, I grew up in a really traditional um family background. Um. I'm the oldest of five. Oh wow, five. Yeah, I'm the oldest of five. Um. What else can I tell you? <laughs> um, before I got into tattooing, I was a personal trainer, so fitness is a real big part of my life um, for the last, like, 10 years. Okay. Um, 
Let's see. I don't know. What were you personal training at? Did I... you have like a facility? Was it like um, only appointments or what? I was a person. I started personal training back in 2017. I started at like a little small studio back in um, the Memorial area. Okay. And then I decided to be a freelance trainer, and I was a freelance trainer at BFit Gym. I'm not sure if you've heard yeah, of it. On down, it's in downtown, right? Yeah, back when it was the old BFit. Um, it's a new BFit now? Well, <laughs> it's under... <laughs> I don't want to like go full into detail with that because that's a lot, but... <laughs> Um, I know exactly where beef it's at, but yeah, but now it's a new location mm. and also different ownership and stuff like that. Um, but basically like the OG beef it, that's where I trained at, trained there for like, Ooh, like four years. So it's different now. Yeah. It's at a different location. Um, and also like under different ownership and stuff like that. It's a whole different vibe. Mm. But yeah, I trained there. I trained there for a really long time. And how was it like when you were there? How was it? Yeah. It was fun. I uh, I didn't feel like I really went to work, to be honest with you. Like I had a I had a lot of fun. I loved what I did, and and um, you know, it was a good vibe overall. Mm. It was a really good vibe. And you say you did that for ten years? No, no, no. I did that for four years. Oh, oh five years. I I trained for five years, and I was at BFit for four years. Okay. Believe, yeah. Four or three years. One of those. So was that like? When like gyms started popping off, like a lot of gyms started opening up, or yeah, I think, I think the warehouse gym like started popping up a little more back in like 2016, 2017. Yeah, from what I remember, I mean, I could be, I could be wrong about that, but from what I remember, like now you see there's a lot of like small businesses that are doing gyms. You know, like yeah, now corporate gyms are not really a thing popping like they used to. Oh, <laughs> They're not popping like that. Now it's like, you know, more family like gyms and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. BeFit was was that. Oh, so it was that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was that vibe. So it would just kind of felt like you would see your friends that were like family at the gym. You yeah, know? So yeah. it was always a good vibe there. So what made you get out of like uh, the like the fitness industry? I I just I just felt like it was time for something different. And I, at that time in my life, I was like, it's like my body was telling me it's time. Mm. I didn't want to be waking up at 5 a.m., 4 a.m. for clients. and. Damn. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I don't miss that at all. But yeah, I would wake up sometimes at four in the morning. And those I are the early bird clients, right? I'm sorry to cut you off, but those are the early bird clients? Yeah, like the corporate people who go in at nine they want to get their workout in, be done by six, go shower, get ready, go to work. Damn. Yeah. That's early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talk about that, like. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Lolita. <laughs> she's okay. Yeah. She's okay. Um, she might want to hang out with you. She might want you to carry her now. <laughs> you want to carry? She's a. She likes the guys a lot. She's um. She a flirt? She's a little flirt. She's, like, she's my little wing woman. <laughs> she's a little wingman? Yeah, she no is. No my like she's going to pee on me or something. No, she's not. I promise you. There's a first time for everything. Oh, Lord. Don't say that. <laughs> so, is she a flirt like you? 
I don't flirt like that. Oh, okay, okay. Nah, okay, I don't think. What I give off that vibe for what? <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay, so um, fitness industry. You th- did you think it was getting like oversaturated? I honestly don't have the mentality that things get oversaturated. Like I think, no matter what you do, if people like you, they're gonna go to you, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. there's oversaturation of a lot of things, but there's still people who are successful. Yeah. So I don't, and I I get where you're saying that because a lot of people are saying like, oh, everybody wants to be a personal trainer. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a personal trainer. Let me see their Instagram and they're like personal trainer. But people don't like, I don't buy a service just to buy the service. Like if I like the person and I like their vibe and I like who they are, like what they stand for, I'm buy from them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I never had really much of an issue when it came to the personal training because like people came to me because it was me. Oh, okay, okay. Or like... They just like my style or they like the way I trained or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think even now what I do now, like when I got into tattooing, oh, well, the tattoo, because um, I started with eyebrows. <clears throat> okay. So people were like, oh, everybody's doing eyebrows. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, they told me that about training too. Yeah. But I was still okay there. Yeah. You know, so it's it's up to you and the name that you make for yourself and your reputation. Mm. So you got to make sure you protect that. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> we're going to talk about the fitness, then we're going to talk about the um tattooing. So in the fitness industry, what did you like were you a bodybuilder or you like physique? Like, I talk about that. I competed in bikini bodybuilding. Um You personally I, did? Yes. Okay. Yes, I competed once. <clears throat> Um, I placed third in novice on my first show, third in novice and third in open. Um, that was really hard to do. Really? Yes. Talk about the journey. I, I dieted for like close to a year. Like I dieted really hard. Um, and I learned a lot throughout the process because I, the first coach that I hired. (laughs) It's fine. The, the coach that, (laughs) that I hired, um, you know, he kind of gave me a cookie cutter diet. Oh. And then, you know, I was just doing cardio, like a crazy amount of cardio. Like he was like kinda, you weren't you weren't uh cutting like like you wanted to. Like the way that he did it was really just like generic. Yes, to say the least, like it was just generic and it just wasn't done properly. Like he was instead of telling me like, hey, we're going to get you to build some more muscle. I don't think you're ready. He, I told him I wanted to compete at this date and he's like okay cool we're gonna get you there i would have appreciated more for somebody to tell me you're not ready for that Mm. instead of like lying to you instead of just being like oh yeah i'll take your money and i'll get you there yeah because that fucked up my metabolism in the long run so um what do you mean uh well like after my show i had like so I had that coach, right? Like, let me get back into. Yeah. I had that coach, and then I switched to a different coach um, before my show, for posing and for all the things. So it's important to get a coach to tell you like your diet, um, where to get, you know, like all the things to prepare you for that. Especially if you don't know anything about it. Yeah. I didn't know anything oh. really, like the steps. And I had friends that I met in the process, and they helped me too. 
Um, but I didn't know the importance of like the posing. Now I know, yeah. but back then I didn't. And I, I don't think he was very detailed and I don't think that he was, um, as responsive as he should have been. But like I said, I would have, I would have appreciated more honesty in the sense like, Hey, you're not ready for that show. You need to gain some more muscle Yeah. or Hey, you need to, um, I would suggest waiting. Let's do this and let's, you know gradually build up to it and um after my show i ended up um having problems with my hormones like they were just all over the place i gained like 30 pounds oh wow. so i was like right now i i like fluctuate from like 145 to like 148 imagine me at 170 like it's oh. insane so i had gained a lot of weight and i couldn't drop it and i so had, that's from that was from the new coach or the old coach well, the old coach had a lot to do with it oh. because of the, you know. So, like, what was your diet? Uh, I was on, like, 1,200 calories. Like, just. Oh. That's good. You're good. Just, like, straight. Yeah. And one cheat meal, like, a week or something. But there was no macros. There was no. Oh, like, he wasn't okay. giving me details. Now that I know more and yeah. I've helped people. like I've helped my clients, like, with their macros and things like that. Now I know better. If I were to do that again, I would never do it again. But now that I know better. Talk about the macros, like how important is it to uh, to macro diet when you're like competing? Um, every coach is different, to be honest with you. Um, some coaches go based off of just a meal plan and some coaches will give you macros. It really just depends on your body type. Like I can't do the macro, like fitting your macros and still getting like... Um, like little treats in there and stuff like that because mm. my body just my body type doesn't do very well with that mm. if that makes yeah, yeah. any sense they have to be like strict i have to be strict for me to see a big difference because yeah. like any little thing i'll i'll be bloated and I, i'm just really sensitive yeah there's some people who are just they can do that and they have good genetics and they're just like it doesn't really affect them and some mm -hmm. people they like but, me i my body sucks so it's just like so like macro count can't you use that like on a day-to-day -day without even yeah, dieting? it doesn't like, have to be about uh competing you yeah. can do that um if you want to lose weight or if you want to maintain or yeah. if you want to be in a surplus it's really um but i do tell everybody if you want to track your food and stuff like be consistent with it for like a good six weeks so you can see a difference and you'll even notice like even if you're on a uh on a maintenance on your maintenance calories you'll notice you'll have more energy you'll You'll see, even sometimes I've had clients be on maintenance and they lose weight. Oh, no. Yeah. So, so you'd be surprised at how much you, the little that you eat, you're like, okay, I, yeah, I eat a lot. And then you're like, wait, I don't eat enough. Yeah. I want my maintenance calories and I'm tracking everything. And I don't, I wasn't eating enough. No. So talk about the journey, how it was like um, going through that one year dieting. Cause I feel like you have to be like not a whole different person but you gotta like discipline a lot yeah and it's a whole different animal yes. than just uh a lot of things like in the world so when you're dieting and stuff like that <clears throat> i remember when i was younger i was about i never said this on the podcast by the way but i was like um i was like in 10th grade and i was like at 260 that was my highest and i was like super overweight and i went down to like 180 so like I've I've went through that phase where like it's super hard, right? Like it's it's more like mind over matter. 
and like it's 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 a constant battle with yourself, like your mind, you know, and it's it's discipline that yeah kills it. You it's know? like how bad do you want it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all in your mental. To be honest with you, like I said that if you can do the the dieting for a, a bodybuilding show, to be honest with you, like that's I feel like that was the hardest thing mentally that I've done. Yeah. Especially like being Latino, like we have. We have family get-togethers <laughs> all the time. I, I'm serious. My my mom has seven siblings, and they're all here in Houston, and I have, like, 30 cousins. Yeah. So there's, like, a celebration, like, every other weekend. So, you know, there's tacos. There's, like, you everything. know, everything. Fajita. Like, you know, like how are you going to go and you can't eat? Like, you're just there with your water. Like, yeah. just, you can't drink. You can't do anything. So it's yeah. a lot of discipline. And I remember when I was doing that, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. Like, or I would eat and then I would just go for a little bit and I'll leave. But most of the time I didn't want to give in to temptation. So I just yeah. wouldn't go. So you wouldn't go at all to the... Fuck. Yeah. Damn. Like, I wouldn't go at all. Yeah, this is my fastidiada. Like, I I just stay home or like read a book or just... Damn. But I stayed pretty occupied because of work. You yeah. have to do so much cardio. You have to make all your meals. Like, everything has to be on point. Yeah. So. So like, what did you learn doing that? Like, dieting? I mean, going, I mean not dieting, but uh, competing. Um, I learned that I can be very disciplined and if I really want something like I can, I can do it, you know? Um, and I also like, it was just something on my bucket list. Cause I was like, I don't, I want to be able to say that I did that. Mm. Like I was able to say that, like I seen myself at 10% body fat like Damn. or single digit body fat. So that's crazy. Yeah. I had abs and everything. Like I, I got to see myself. Like that. So like, so did you ever, um, like when you pose, like did their stomach vacuum, or how does that? Uh, yeah, uh, vacuum. I didn't really. Like that's your stomach just like sucks. Oh yeah, like I was like tiny. I think the my lowest weight was one twenty nine, and I stay at a pretty solid like one. And your height? What's your what's your height right now? I'm five four. Damn, you look five nine with those heels though. <laughs> God, oh my god! I was like, I went, when she walked in, I was like, oh damn! Oh no, five four, shoot, yeah. nice. Um, so you learned that you're disciplined. Mm -hmm. What else? I learned patience. I get to have a lot of patience, um, and then just to like. My time management was a big thing, too. Mm -hmm. But patience, more than anything, was like... Because nobody knows what that's like to do that. To, it's really hard. Yeah. It's really fucking hard. So when my family... Like, when I got really lean, my family was like, Mija, estás bien? You know? Like, I was sick? so skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I got... I remember my mom was getting married when I was... um two weeks out we had like to celebrate you know the wedding or whatever and i was like i couldn't even go to the celebration uh to the restaurant because i couldn't eat and i had my meal prep with me i'm like how am i gonna freaking why well, you didn't take it with you i did take it with me but i just like i felt embarrassed to be like can you put this on my way for me <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so um you know when i got there my mom and everybody was just like are you okay? Like they saw that I was like really fit, but I was they just thought like, you were a freak. They were like, my mom was like, Mija, estás bien? Like, 
necesitas comer. But she didn't understand. Like, she didn't understand the purpose of it, you yeah. know? So um, then later on, like, she saw, like, I gained my weight back and more. And she's like, Ahora sí, mija, estás llenita. Like, you know, because I, I could, like, I my rebound was bad. Oh, really? So, yeah, I, the, I gained a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it took me, like, a year she to... She thought you were going through, like, a breakup, probably. She yeah. was like, what is going on? Like, how do you lose all this weight and then you gain all this weight? Yeah. Like, yeah. So what was the purpose of, like, you bodybuilding besides it being, like, your bucket list? Um, that's... Did you have, like, a mental purpose of it or... No, it was just something that I just really wanted to do. And I, at that point in my life, I was also really into fitness and, and I just loved it. And it was something that I wanted to do it like in my, yeah, it was just, it was like a bucket list thing, mm. you know? So I did it and I got to say that I was able to see myself like that. And yeah. I got my pictures, I got my trophies and. Damn. Yeah. So who like how many people were on stage with you? Uh, ooh, I don't even remember. Um, like eight. Oh, okay. Like eight girls, I think. Yeah. So third out of eight. Yeah. And w- so, whenever you placed third, in my it- division there was eight, and then there was yeah. like more than that. Like, yeah, but in novice, in the novice class, right? Yeah. So like second and first, did you see them like any different? Because I'm sure, like, you're like, so I wonder how I th- they look because they beat me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so the first place one, I thought it was badass because she was a mom of two. Oh, shit. And um, we, we kind of talked a bit because she was from the Valley. And, you know, that was like a little connection there because mm-hmm. you're from the Valley. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the second place girl, she looked good. Um, and I honestly think she got second because her posing was so much better than mine. And I sucked at my posing. Like, my, like I think I was okay, but my posing was just, like, bad. Yeah. Because I didn't, like, I didn't know. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't, if I were to do that again, like, I know so much more. So you had a posing coach too? Yeah. You have oh. to coach, a posing coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how did you pose, like? I mean, you gotta. I mean, you don't have to show us on camera. No, so. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But, like, um, how do you think yours? I think I was, like, I wasn't, like, super um, sassy. Like oh. I think I needed to, I needed to have more sass. Yeah, yeah. And I was like not. Yeah, I, got, <laughs> not I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yes, I think that's like you needed to thing. like do your hair like. Yes, back. like the hair yeah. flip and like pop mass out more and shit like that. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> so just it. What about like her her physique? Was it better than um, yours or like she she had a nice physique? I'm not gonna say she didn't. Yeah. Um, I think I was a little more muscular. <clears throat> But her posing, like the posing, is like a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Have you been to what about like the other? So where do you train at right now? Like to work you, out. Yeah. Where do you work um, out right now? I work out at Illuminate. Okay. Yeah, and here and there at Believe, Believe Gym. Yeah, Believe. Yeah. Um, have you tried Alphalete? I haven't to the new one. No, I haven't gone. Um, like to be honest, since I started tattooing, like I haven't been as hard in the gym as i used to be mm. and i want to get back to that because i sit on my ass all day pretty much tattoo. Yeah. like if i tattoo or even if i'm not tattooing like i'm doing like social media stuff or yeah. replying to clients like i'm sitting for most of the day like i'm not as active when i was a trainer i would get like ten thousand steps in a day fifteen thousand yeah. steps in easy 
without what do you even get trying. Now? And now it's like, I don't know. I don't even count. Don't Damn. Ask. Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't even, oh, she, don't but you have me. the watch on. I have the watch, but I don't know. Like, to be honest, I can't even tell you. I haven't tracked it. Like, mm. And like, I think these are different than Fitbits. Because back then I had a Fitbit. And I feel like they track them different. Like that one's lying to you or something? Low key, I feel like you'd be lying. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it like gives you more know. numbers? I don't know. I feel like this one gives me less, but maybe it's like <laughs> this one humbles me and the Fitbit's like, oh, you go, girl. <laughs> the Fitbit's really lying. Man, I don't know. No, nah, I'm playing. Some people, some people say the Fitbits are better and some people say Apple Watches are better. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. All right, so let's get into tattooing. Okay. Um, first, did you, were you, did you have a client today? Mm-mm. Okay. No, no. Today I was just doing like admin stuff. I have a client tomorrow morning. You're doing what? Admin stuff, like replying to clients, social media. Okay. Oh, so you're 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 everything then. Yes. Yes. Talk about that. Like, tell us what you do there. Tell us all like your schedule and stuff like that. Um. Okay. So, um, even when I don't have clients, I pretty much am replying to all my DMs doing consultations i do virtual and in-person consultations uh for scalp for microblading um so those are scheduled um around when i have clients um when i don't have clients i'm sorry um and then social media i try to batch uh my content as much as i can when i can um any marketing what do you mean like, like mark beside like marketing emails or like marketing uh right now i'm actually taking a course to learn more in detail about that stuff but yeah that's also a thing that i'm doing so it keeps me pretty busy mm-hmm. what about like advertisement advertisement too i do pay for advertisement as well oh okay yeah. is it facebook or is it uh instagram instagram okay. is mainly the meta, meta. i need to learn to do facebook more i'm not a facebook girl i need yeah. to learn to be better with facebook because you know I'm, why I've heard Facebook is where the money's at. <clears throat> you know why? Why? Because the Instagram have the younger men. Yes. Facebook have the older men. Yes, but you know what? They're the baldies. But you know what? It's okay because I'm play. Because I've had women reach out to me like, "Hey, I'm scheduling my husband." <laughs> oh, shit. No, seriously, and they talk to me and they're cool. I'm like, "Yeah, girl, you can sit here during the session and everything," and I include them in everything. Like. It, it's a decision for both of them because it's a procedure. That it's a, deep? Yeah. That's cool though. That's cool that you, you know, like, I, no, I mean, that's cool. With, like the relationship wise, like that's yeah, awesome, that's admirable but, actually. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, that's dope. I think that's really cool. So when, uh, the wife, if, like if it's, you know, I've had it where it's happened before I've had, a, um, the guy's wife reach out to me like, Hey, um, I really want this for my husband. Uh, how much does it cost? Blah blah blah, and we'll do like a consultation, or they'll send me pictures, and then we just kind of I give them like a rough estimate, or you know, depending if they go in person or a virtual consultation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell them like you can come in during the consultation, you can come in during the session. It's gonna take four or six hours if you want to stay here the whole time. You can. So I like to make them feel comfortable. So to do to do in head, it's four to six hours. It depends on how much work needs to be done. Oh, okay. How? But uh, roughly, like, if it's a full, like, it can be four to six. Is there a better way to say bald? Like, a proper... Because I feel like bald is, like... Um, like, if I say, like, oh, he's bald, like, it's kind of, like, you know? Oh, his hair is thinning. Oh, yeah, nah, because they have some bald people. <laughs> uh, nah, I don't know. But, um, so t- tell us about your schedule. Like, how booked are you? 
out how booked are, out are booked? man it just depends like right now february is pretty booked because i get like all my clients want to be on the weekends most of them like a lot of them work uh, oh like saturday sunday yeah oh yeah, yeah. Wow. well friday saturday saturday sunday just depends um but uh, for february it's probably pretty booked out i'm booked out like maybe a week or two in advance two weeks in advance so if you do want to get an appointment like especially if it's a weekend thing want to like book ahead oh. for scalp at least for scalp at least for brows you know sometimes i'm pretty flexible talk about the brows like when did you okay so what did you start first the brows right i started eyebrows first okay talk about that like what made you do it and you know so i mean yours yours seemed pretty like on point thank you you know appreciate that but um so who does your brows uh the the first lady that trained me uh she did mine okay yeah because um i got mine done mine are tattooed because I had a bald spot on my eyebrow from um, hypothyroidism. I have hypothyroidism. What is that? It's uh, your thyroid hormone that um, you don't produce enough of the thyroid hormone. Is that when like your colors ch- changes? I mean, your mm-hmm. oh no 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 no. Yeah, but what this can this can cause like hair loss. It can cause um, you being tired often and things like that. And mm. um, I had that issue with the my hair, and I had it with my eyebrows. And um, she ended up tattooing my. My brow when it went uh, bald right after my how do, <laughs> my course with her. So how do how do you um? I never seen that. Yeah, it like, happened, and I was just like, "What?" Like I didn't think it was gonna grow back, but my hair grew back. Um, but how I started? Oh, that your hair grew back right here. My I have uh right here. My hair fell out a little bit right here, and then my eyebrow. That's why mm. I got the microbladed. Um, but I started everything like you had asked about. Like I started everything like as a side hustle. Yeah. So I was training. Oh, so I was training and I wanted to make extra money. So I did a makeup course, like actual like makeup. And I was doing makeup on the weekends because I didn't train on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And then one of my good friends, he's a celebrity makeup artist. And I had asked him, I was like, hey, I I wanted to learn to do eyelashes Mm. first. And um, it was just like, I think everything lined up the way it was supposed to be. Like, God put me yeah. in this position. Like, everything lined up the way it should have been. Yeah. Um, but I did ask him. I'm like, hey, what do you think about eyelashes? Like, should I learn to do that? And he was like, no, bitch. Don't learn to do that. <laughs> Go learn to do microblading because you have nice eyebrows. And I'm sure people are going to... Like, people used to always ask me about my eyebrows. Like, who does them? Or where do you get them waxed? And I would always groom my eyebrows myself. Mm. Like, I've never gone to anybody to do my eyebrows. Yeah. And um, I was like, all right, cool. But I didn't know everything that went into this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I kind of went in blind, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, cool, microblading. I thought it was like something just to groom your eyebrows. Like, I didn't think it was... Wait, so... Like, I knew it was a... It was like a... I thought it was just like a tattoo that... Like, a semi-permanent, like, just like... I don't know. I didn't think it was a big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So I Googled the class and I was like, okay, well, this one looks like a good one just based off of before and after pictures. Then um, <clears throat> the class was 3,500. And this was um, like during COVID ish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Okay. And I was like, 3,500. Like, fuck, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And. I didn't have that money and I didn't want to finance it. Yeah. So I was just like, 
fuck, like, how am I going to pay for this? Like, I want to do it, <laughs> right? So I borrowed the money. Yeah. Um, I borrowed the money from a friend of mine. And um, I had to really, like, hustle, like, hustle to make sure I paid him back because it was a collateral loan. So. Wait, so he he took something from you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a car or something? No, I had a Rolex. Oh, I have a Rolex. And um, so I have to. Ask- and I was like, hey, I'll give you my Rolex. <laughs> i give you my Rolex and don't give it back to me until I pay you back. That's a good collateral. So, because I, I, I wanted him to know, like, I'm going to pay it back. And this yeah. was a good friend of mine. And if it wasn't for him, like, none of this would be happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I did that. And I paid him back or whatever. But there was just so much more that went into it. So much more than just the course. Yeah. It was the investment of your materials afterwards, your supplies, your chair, your machine, your everything because at that time like the supplies that they gave me wasn't enough to and three days is not enough to learn everything mm-hmm. so wait three-day course for it was three thousand three, yes three thousand five hundred for three days yes wow i mean there was like ongoing mentorship with it and like i could go shadow her and stuff like that so but with this honestly all the experience you're gonna get is by doing it yeah so would you recommend that course to other people? Honestly, I mean, I feel like they do stuff differently now, but I don't know. Like, I I have a course coming up. They could take mine. <laughs> they can learn everything else I've learned in between. No, seriously, because I've taken, I've taken way more courses aside from that one. I've invested a lot into my business and to my craft that I could say that, I I can show someone what to do so they don't make the mistakes that I made mm. starting because I'd made a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> like like fucking people love and stuff or yeah. Oh damn. Not like bad, not oh. like super bad. There were some that I corrected. I'm not going to say that I was perfect at the beginning. Yeah, no yeah. tattoo artist yeah, is perfect exactly. at the beginning. Yeah. No tattoo artist. I don't care who you Yeah. Every tattoo artist is going to tell you yeah. That's the first thing they I've, said on I've, the podcast. I've fucked some people up. Yeah. <laughs> they're all gonna say that. Like, I've, fuck. If you look at that, if they look at their first tattoo, we're like, damn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I've had some. I have some tattoo artists on the podcast. I've had Danny Blue, Cody Gibbs, um, who else? Emilio, um, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. I've had some. So that's the first thing they say. Is yeah, yeah I started fucking you, people. <laughs> you're not gonna be perfect. And if you come into this thinking that you're going to be perfect, yeah, no. I mean, I've beat myself up about certain things, and I'm like, "Fuck, that could have been better." Yeah, you know. But you, if <clears throat> if you can correct later, then that's good too. As a like, just being a good person, you know, mm. that's something that that you should be like, "Hey, you know, come here, let me fix that." For yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so talk about the 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 scalping. That's what you Scout call scalp micropigmentation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a micro hair tattoo. When did you start that? I started that a year and a half, two years ago. Two okay. Years ago. Yeah. So right after brows, you did? I didn't. Yeah. Like right after, but I didn't go and take a course cause I wanted like hands on to learn it from someone. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it until later until like I had the 
funds to do that because that course was even more expensive. Really? Mm-hmm. So um, I went and I went to go learn that. And um, then to my surprise, like I got, I was pretty good at it. I was, you know, um, I got a lot of um, love for it. And I got a lot of people that trusted me to do it. And right there too, like I, I, I had to learn a little through little mistakes and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So let me ask. So, you didn't get into like <laughs> portraits or like big tattoos. Nah. You do like small. I right? do like fine line tattoos. I don't like small tattoos. Like I don't really like a heart shape. Or... Yeah, like just little cute. Why not? Stuff. Why not the big ones? Because <laughs> I'm not like artist. Like you, th- you feel like you're not artistic, or what? What do you think? I feel like if I really tried. Like, if I really wanted to, like, anything that I put my mind to, I could do it. Mm-hmm. I just have the mentality. Like, if I yeah. really, like, if I really put my mind to it, I could do it. Yeah. But that's not something that I'm interested in. Like, you just, like uh, I've had friends tell me, like, you should try and, like, no, honestly, no. Yeah. That's not, like, portraits or, like, realism or anything like that. Yeah. Like, that's nothing that, I don't know, it just doesn't. Excite you? It doesn't excite me. Like, the cosmetic stuff, it, it does because it oh. enhances oh okay you know it enhances your your beauty it's like you know with women and with men yeah it's think about it if you were to lose your eyebrows how would you like that that's a big deal like if you yeah. i'm sure you look at girls eyebrows you saw mine and you're like oh you're so pretty on point yeah yeah right so yeah. you can tell the difference and it makes you feel so much better if you have, you know, if your look is pretty polished and you're, yeah. you know, especially with guys like y'all get a haircut and you feel like 10 times better, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like if, imagine if you were balding. You know, I got to ask you a question. So what about my eyebrows? Like you think they're like, <laughs> like uh, they need some tat? No, you're good. <laughs> I honestly don't think that guys should tattoo their eyebrows. I just don't. Like I've had some guys tell me and I'm like, no, <laughs> just No. No, please no. Oh no, I couldn't. I've only done one, uh, and he loved them, and that was cool. Like, um, but I don't recommend doing them, to be honest. Why? Not microblading, at least, because it's it's black. Oh, is it? A, so how how was the process of like microblading? To- so there's different types of um, eyebrows. Uh, eyebrow, not eyebrows, eyebrow techniques okay. tattoo. So you have microblading, which it's a micro blade that we use to cut into the skin to deposit pigment. The ink. Mm-hmm. Okay. And ombre or micro shading is the machine and we're doing like a pendulum type mm. of uh, technique to deposit the pigment. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just the machine. Got you. So if you do both, so you have the shading, gives you like a makeup, like a good density to the eyebrow. And then the microblading gives that hair stroke look. Oh, yeah. got you. The microblading makes that hair stroke type of look. Yeah. So when you when you got into the, uh, man, what is it called again for the for the head? The, for scalp the, micropigmentation. Scalp micropigmentation. Mm-hmm. When you got into that, what a... Like why? Why did you decide to do that? Like just to honestly, that's like, like sometimes I just like get up one day and just say I'm gonna do this, and that's kind of what happened. Um, well, how much was the course for that? I I started looking into scalp. I had already had it in my mind, 
and I was like, I'm gonna give myself this time frame. I always do that. Like I give myself a time frame and then I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna do it. And then, uh, wait, like a time frame to get it done. Yeah. Oh, okay. So go and take the course or whatever the goal is. Like good, I'm gonna give myself a year or I'm gonna give myself this many months. <clears throat> and so with that one, that one, that course was $5,000. And then I had to try. How long was the course? Three days. <clears throat> Another one. Three days. Three days? <laughs> yeah, it was three days. So it's an investment, man. You see, these trainings are an investment because, I mean, we do, we do get paid a good amount of money to do this. Yeah. People trust us and, you know. So your next course, what is it? What is it a browse or is it everything? what uh the, the, that i'm doing oh i'm gonna do a separate one for brows and us and i already do scalp micropigmentation trainings for one-on-one is it longer than three core three, three days? days no it's three days but oh. if you need to shadow and stuff in between then you can shadow okay um but yeah the the course um yeah i just i said i gave myself a time frame and and i did it talk about the, the clients like what type of clients you got in from like fully bald or like Maybe a scar fixing. Talk about that. Um, so I get all different kinds of clients. Um, I get clients who are really missing a lot of hair to clients who need to add a little more density that they're thinning kind of, you know, all around. Yeah. Um, and the density kind of gives it like a, you know, kind of like a shadow instead of like, there's people, I don't know if you've noticed, like sometimes guys wear, use dye on their on their scalp uh to make it like black yeah like or on the beard like you know what I'm talking yeah, about? yeah 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 okay so this can help you replace that permanently yes permanently say that again <laughs> <laughs> so um so that helps because the dye like if you go in a swimming pool those fiber things like that shit is gonna like you know you don't want to yeah so <laughs> I have a question. So okay. let's say you you permanently fix something, right? And like for an example, an edge up. If you fix it, right? Mm-hmm. What if he starts going bald behind there? Like it's gonna look kind of funny because it's like you fixed it and then, or do you go like more back or? Um, it just depends on how much. Like you're saying, if they're bald right here and then they go more bald. <laughs> oh, so then they'll just come in for like a yearly touch up or like a color oh, boost. Okay. Yeah. That's all. But I mean, when they come in for the consultation, I let them know all the details yeah. on what if and this and that. Because they come in and they're like, well, what is this? And what is that? And what is, you know, what if I go more bald? Or <laughs> Yeah, cause, but it's a needle going through the like the head, right? It's just like. Yeah, that's a tattoo machine. So do you just do, do, like little dots? Impressions. Or like- I don't like to call them little dots. Oh, damn. I don't man. like to call them little dots because <laughs> I know people think that it's just little dots, but yeah. they're impressions in the scalp, right? We're using a pointillism-like technique. But anybody, if you think anybody can put dots on somebody's head, yeah, it's not that simple. <laughs> I swear it's not that simple because let's say... Is it the same needles that the tattoo artists use? Yes. Almost, or? Well, there's different size needles. Okay. Yeah, right. So, yeah. yeah. There's it's but it is tattoo needles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um yeah, it's not just I'm sorry, dots. you were saying It's not just dots though. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> I was so on. She flamed me up real quick. <laughs> She's like, "Don't say it's dots." <laughs> I know. I when I tell my friends or like 
if I had like I had a student one time, he's like, Oh yeah, so the dots, I'm like, they're impressions. <laughs> and he's like, Okay, I'm sorry. But no, um, yeah, everybody like if you were to do if you were like let's say you write your name on a piece of paper. Yeah. Right? And he writes his name on a piece of paper. The pressure's gonna be different. Yeah. So when you look at the at the paper at the bottom of it, yours might not show as much and his might. Mm. Right? So everybody's different. It's like the same thing with tattooing. Like I'm sure you've seen some tattoos that are just like really like popped up. They're like blown out. Yeah. And then there's some people that just have like a really smooth, like the tattoos are just like, yeah. like perfect, Clean. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So same thing. So like with this. But you have to be consistent throughout the entire scalp. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. So like do you ever make them like bigger or smaller sometimes? It's hard to explain. It's not really something that I can explain. It's something you try more your that best I can like to explain. Uh, I mean obviously you don't have a head right now with a tattoo machine. So it like, de- it depends on their hair. Like mm. it depends on like when I see how much how thin their hair is on how how big the hair follicle is that they have on the hair that they still have, like I blend everything in. Oh. Mm-hmm. Does that explain it a little better? No. No. Shit. Um, if I had a picture, maybe I could kind of show you, but um, pretty much like I don't know if you notice, like when people have some people have thicker hair than others. Yeah, yeah. Right. So when it's really shaved, like down, some of the hair follicles are thinner than the other than the rest yes yeah right so you can't put a big ass dot next to a thin it's not ass a hair. dot you said Sorry. it's not a dot it's not a dot you but see? what i'm saying is an impression right but i'm giving i'm saying a dot for an example so you can comprehend yeah, yeah. it easier yeah yeah my brain yes because yeah. i have can... the professional brain <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i can't put like a big impression or like a big looking follicle compared to like a smaller one yeah that makes sense I don't yeah know i got you makes sense i can sh- show you better than i can tell you yeah, yeah of course yeah so your clients what, talk about like a like a crazy one that came in or not a crazy but just like <sighs> if i do talk about that they're gonna know who i'm talking about so oh, I, don't damn. <laughs> I don't like to talk ugly about my clients nah, you, you could talk positive like i fixed something or like, um, I haven't had any scalps that I've had to like fix anybody's bad work just yet. Um, or like from others? Yeah, I've had brows that I've had to fix, like that were that was bad work from other people. But scalp, um, the ones that are really fascinating to me are when they get a hair transplant, and then you got to give them like more density and cover the hair transplant scar. Really? Mm-hmm. That one, those are like really interesting to me because I love hearing like their uh, process of the hair transplant, what made them want to get it. And then um, whenever they're done with the procedure, they're just really happy because it's even more dense. They have the hair already, but the hair transplant might have not have made it, you know, as dense looking or dark as they would want it. Right. So then they're extra happy. They're like, man, this is exactly what I needed. It's like the cherry on top of getting my hair transplant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so what about <clears throat> what about the scars? Like, I seen you one, I think I seen a, your video or story. Um, you tattooed like a st- scar. Mm-hmm. Which one? I forgot what it was. Was it the hair transplant one? I don't I don't even know. It was I just seen a scar on the head and you were like, it was like this. 
Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So that's a F U E. Uh, what? Hair tr- F-U-E. Oh. F-U-E. There's F-U-T and F-U-E. Mm. So the F-U-T is just like a line. It's just like a line across the scalp like that. That's like the old school, how people used to do with the transplants. I don't know if people still do F-U-T. Um, F-U-E is kind of like they take the hair follicle from the back of the hair and they just kind of um, leave scars kind of like sporadically from the back of the head mm. instead of just a line. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And um, so with that, th- if they want to keep like a close shave on the back of their hair, they have to cover it. With oh, SMB. okay. So, well, they don't have to if they don't want to. Yeah. But if they want it to look natural, they come in, they come to an artist to help them. You, know. you ever like tattooed somebody's beard? No, but I want to. Actually, the client I have tomorrow, I'm doing his beard. I don't know if I'm doing his beard tomorrow or just his scalp, but I'm doing his beard. So you're doing everything like I'm, I'm his doing head his... And, and, and his beard. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about the beard, though. That's kind of... I don't know. That's, like, weird. Well, you have to have a good amount of, like, it has to be kind of, like, up here. Like, you can't have, yeah. like, a big... Like, like <laughs> people ask me to do the beard, and if they don't have enough hair, like, I won't do it. Because oh, you're like not going to walk bald. around and tell people that I did that. <laughs> no. So, like, if they're... I'm sorry, if they're completely bald... Like if they like like if you were to tell me D tattoo my beard, I would tell you fuck no. <laughs> Not to be ugly, but I would be like Not even like to no. like raise it up a little bit. No. 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 Damn, she shut me down already. No. What about like if I wanted this? Like no. Like the goatee, like the Mexican goatee? No. Damn. No. I mean, not all money is good money, especially if it looks crazy. And then people, then you're going to tell people that I did that. I wouldn't do that, though. That's yeah. So, yeah, so. Um, but I've had people, um, they really don't have a lot of hair. And they're like, hey, can you tie to my beard? And I'm like, no. Must, what about a mustache? You could. It just depends on how much hair is there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> how it, it, it really, it all depends. Like with scalp, it, it depends. Like you have to have a consultation to, so I can be a, like, so I can judge the you know amount of work needs to be done or if it can't be done so talk about the the like the tiny tattoos you do um it's just small like line work tattoos nothing crazy so like anybody i mean not anybody but like can you do like a little not can you do portrait or like no (laughs) like a tiny (laughs) so what like like fine line tattoos not a portrait okay don't ask we told you we talked about that i'm just trying to see you know take another shot (laughs) (laughs) so pretty much like a little heart right or yeah like a heart like some letters um a name you know stuff and what else you do besides that besides the uh lip blush lip tattoos what's that um so i do lip blush and lip neutralization so if you have dark lips, like, you know, like people who have more melanin, um, they tend to have dark lips or smokers. Oh, okay. Um, and if they want to correct them, we can bring them back to like a peachy or a pink, pinkish color. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So like you do the, like the tattoo like this, like the, the one that goes around the lip? Mm-hmm. Uh, like you're talking about lip liner, like the old school, like yeah. no, there's a whole new technique now. Like you don't do that. I could, I really could, but no. That's like that's like the old know. school cha cha shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do that. So what about the the permanent 
eyebrows. Do you do those too? Like the, because you know how like some some women have like hair and then they have like the, the ink and stuff. Yeah. Do you do like just do the do, do, do women come in shave their eyebrows and then no, do? No 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 like the no it's not like old school like oh. it's not like your old school like chola eyebrows we don't do that <laughs> like we don't do that because sometimes they'll come in and they're like. My husband is like really scared for me to get my eyebrows tattooed. He thinks that I'm going to come back looking like a chola. And I'm like, oh, my God, no. It's like completely different okay, okay, from what okay. it was. Like, not que ver. Okay. Oh, no, it's not like that at all anymore. It's more natural looking. And like when, when I tell people I have my eyebrows tattooed, they're like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, for real? Because they think they, uh, some, I'm pretty sure some think like the little line. Yeah, they think know? they think your old school traditional green, red tattoo. Yeah. Black tattoo. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like that. That's definitely not not the vibe anymore. Not the vibe. It's not the vibe because that was a thing back then. Like everybody was doing that. Yeah, it looked terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it does. Maybe then it looked like sexy or something. But yeah, well, and back then they used real tattoo ink, like like the hard tattoo ink, and yeah. now it's like the pigments are formulated specifically to fade over time. Mm. So that makes it so much better because if it fades over time, it's cool. You can go to retouch or whatever. You can just leave it like that. It's not going to turn green or red. I mean, if it does turn colors with time, you can do a correction. So how long does the, does it last? Like the, for the, to get your hair done, to get, for the bald guys. For the bald guys, yeah. um, that can last you from two to three years up to five years. It really just depends. Mm. It depends on your lifestyle. So like if you're someone that's always inside, you're always indoors, you're, you're in an office, oh, okay. you know, it's going to last you longer because you're not going to metabolize it really fast compared to somebody who's always in the gym, working out, works outside in construction, always in the sun. They're going to metabolize it faster because mm. they have a more active lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So when they're done getting the tattoo, do they have to wear like a cream or like something like on the head or something? Yes. Um, I give them a full before and after care. So like before they came in, what to expect and then what not to do, what to do. And then their aftercare. I give them a cream to put on their hair. Nice. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we're going to get into some uh, some Q&A real quick. Uh-huh. Let's see. Are you like a Starbucks or Dutch Bros? Type I, of girl. I've never had Dutch Bros. I have Starbucks every morning. Every morning. <laughs> every morning. Bro. What do you? What's your? What's your? Uh, your go-to? Um, I do a cold brew with sweet cream and sugar-free vanilla. That's your go-to. Yeah, and then I have a feta wrap <laughs> every morning. <laughs> I need to stop that shit because I should be adding up. Oh <laughs> yeah, you need to start making it at the house. I know. Save some money. I comida en la casa. <laughs> <laughs> um. Your favorite food? I'm a seafood girl. I love seafood. I love a good ceviche. I love all seafood, honestly. Crawfish. Crawfish, yeah. Favorite drink? Favorite drink? Uh, I'm a tequila girl. Mm. I like tequila. Um, It depends. So what are you drinking right now? This one is... We we got Don Julio right here. Don Julio 70. Yes, sir. Yeah, I drink... Normally, I drink Don Julio Reposado. Okay. That's my shit. Little skinny Marg. Nice. Yeah. Favorite designer? As far as like uh, clothing? Because mm. we noticed the red bottoms already. So. 
Maybe mm, something else. I don't know. I don't think I have like a. I like Louis. Mm. Yes, like I don't know. I'm not really like big on designers, but yeah. I got you. Are you sorry? Like, would you consider yourself materialistic or not? I like nice things, but I don't absolutely need them. Got you to be happy. So, what about your uh, your dream car? You have a dream car? Maybe you want to get soon. Uh, I have a few. <laughs> <laughs> um i grew up around cars so i like old schools a lot really yeah i like old schools a lot my dad owns a body shop so and my uncles are like gearheads so uh, i grew up around all that um like impalas and chevelles and camaros like old schools yeah gotcha. i used to have a z28 that was my baby what year was it it was a 2002 the last year okay made the f body damn that's it nice was, it was Standard the, like too. the last oh, LS? the T-tops. Damn. Yeah, that was my baby. I should have got rid now. of that bitch, man. I was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Those are uh, rare now to find yes, them clean. To man. find them clean, like yes, it's Yes, they are. Um, that one was Six-speed. Yes. So nice. But um, my dream car, a, a GTO, a Judge, a little 60... 67, 69 GTO. Judge, damn. A 72 C10, even though that's like so fucking hard to come across, <laughs> but a girl can dream. A short bed. A little shorty, yeah. <laughs> and um, I like the Fox bodies too. I like the Fox body Mustangs. The coupes? The notchback. Yeah. Yeah. They're Those like- are just like, I, they have like a, <clears throat> a, like, a special place in my heart because my uncles used to like race them when I was a kid. Yeah. So like the um, the fox bodies that they don't have like no nalga. They're like they're really. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not a. I don't really like care for Ford like that, but that's like the only Ford that I. Yeah. That I would fuck with. You see them at the track a lot too, because I used to go to the like the racetrack. Yeah. And the, I used to see them like. And they LS when they LS swap them too. Yeah. yeah. Put turbos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. I used to go with my pops a lot. Yeah, my uncle had one when I was in high school, and I used to drive it to school. Um, and it was a drop top. He had an 89 drop top. Damn. It was red. Nice. So that's your dream car, like old school, right? A little old school. And then uh, I would, I really like the Bentley Coupes, GT Coupe. I would love to have one of those. One day. One day. One day. What uh, What Netflix series have you been watching? Man, I don't really watch a lot of TV Oh, like I need like I'm always like go 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 go. Nah, same here. I don't watch. So TV like it's kind of hard for me to like sit and chill and watch um, Netflix. Recently, like I I did watch that Ginny and George Ginny Georgia one a little bit, like because I had watched like the series a while back. I watched Yellowstone for a bit. That's not Netflix, but I thought it was Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Oh, it's on something it else. Okay. But it was pretty. It was pretty. Uh interesting but yeah i haven't watched a series and like um i haven't watched one either no i haven't watched like anything maybe like six months yeah because it's always like this it keeps you busy too yeah it does as well what uh uh 100k in cash or five bitcoin what would you choose i don't know much about bitcoin to be honest with you okay so the 100k yeah what would you do with it I would invest in my business. Probably start another business too. Just depends. Like what? 
can't tell you all that. I can't tell you all that. There's like certain things that I don't want to say. No, it's all good. It's all good. Oh. I just want to see if you're going to tell us. Um, Spill the no. beans. I would I would start another business for sure. Yeah. Nice. Uh, if you had, So if you had a relationship with somebody, not with a guy, with family, friends, or anything, what would you want back from them? Would you rather them give you um, more love or like more loyalty? I would say love because if you love someone, you like, I mean, if you really love someone, like, you want to be loyal to them, right? Right? I mean, I mean, at least I you. think that's, that's me. That's yeah. me. But okay. I mean, I don't know. That's, love always wins. I don't wins. know. It's a cold world. Love here. conquers all. <laughs> love conquers all. <laughs> um, so if you had a red or blue pill, right? Red fixes all your mistakes and blue gives you a million. What would you choose to take? Would you fix all your mistakes you had in the past or would you take the money? Um, I'll take the money just because like everything that all the mistakes that I made made me who I am today. So I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't have the personality that I have. I wouldn't, you know, Yeah. if it wasn't for all the mistakes. I mean. Nice. Okay. So let's get let's get into a different um let's talk about you more. Do you feel like uh oh, shit. you're like a high value woman? Mm, I would like to think so. Why? Why do you think why do you think you are a high value woman? Because I I have morals, I respect myself. I'm not just everywhere with everybody like there's exclusivity you know yeah um i think if you're if you lose your exclusivity you're not really high value like yeah. if you're just if you're just for everybody like if anybody can have it why do you want it yeah right yeah so exactly. i think like high value men are like that too like if any girl can have this guy why would i want him yeah you know same thing with women i think guys think the same way right yeah yeah Facts. So, what about your bucket list? What's on your bucket list coming up or that you want to try or get into? I want to travel some more. I want to travel some more. Um, what else? I don't know. You're going to put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I want to travel some more. I want to paint. I want to learn how to paint. That's something that I really want to learn. Really? I want to get more um, in tune with my artistic side aside from tattoo so that's something that's on my bucket list traveling what else um i want to spoil myself a little more this year too because <laughs> i've been investing in my business so much that i forget about myself sometimes so mm. that's something also that that i want to do this year it's not a bad thing though like focusing on that you know yeah 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 the the thing is, is now I feel like I've done enough to the point where now I can kind of like enjoy the fruits of my labor mm. because I used to feel really guilty. Like if I were to like buy myself certain things and I'm like, damn, I should have bought this for like yeah. this or whatever. Right. So now I feel like I can kind of splurge a little more. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Let me ask you. So you're in a, so you're considered 
in part of the tattoo industry, right? You have any like um how do like other tattoo artists say you like you have relationships with them? Like are are you all cool with, you know, different I'm, artists? I'm or? cool with a few of them. Okay. Um even though they're all different. I mean it's about the same thing. Some people feel a certain type of way about um cosmetic tattooing. Really? I've heard stuff, like, not people that I know, but, I mean, I've seen, like, on the internet and, like, I mean, like, not on the internet, but, like, social media. Yeah. Um, some people feel some type of way towards that. Really? Of, like, yeah, because of, like, the price ranges and things like that. And, um, but, I mean, I've never had anybody come at me, like, weird or anything yeah. like that. Like, um, I think if you focus on you and you, you're good at something, then just. So what are your prices? Like to do a full head. Mm. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm not cheap. Okay. Like I'm I'm not I'm not cheap like that. Um, Wait, that so you would say like it's not what eyebrows cost. That's for sure. Because <laughs> eyebrows, I charge like 500 bucks for eyebrows, and like for a full scalp, like it can be from a thousand to a thousand five hundred a session. Oh, okay, so that's like what a tattoo artist but charges. Yeah, but it's. Can be up to three sessions. Oh damn! The third session is not full price most of the times, but yeah. So it can cost you up to three grand, four grand. Some art, some SMP artists charge like four to five grand. Forty-five grand. Four to five. Oh, grand. okay. Four to five. Yeah, yeah that price range. But that's like tattoo artists, so yeah. it's like they charge that. So mm -hmm. yeah, but some people don't think like, oh, well, you're just putting dots on my head, so why are you charging me so much? <laughs> that's okay she, that's why she okay. said no dots <laughs> okay well then go to a tattoo artist then you know yeah because some people think that it's really easy and to some it can be easy mm. so do you feel like tattoo artists could do it like could pick it up really fast oh okay yeah but if you're if you're a tattoo artist, because also it's not just putting the dots. You got to know how to like aesthetically put a hairline on too. Yeah. Yeah. Because they can make a portrait, right? But. Yeah. It's a little bit different, I guess. Yeah, it can be. I think anybody can do it, to be honest. Like with the right training. Yeah. Anybody can do it. With the right training. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because the Vegas just... training coming soon. Nah. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. If, if it with the right training, anybody can do it. But don't just like, don't just think like, I'm going to take this, you know, this tattoo machine and go put dots on my head. Like, go put impressions <laughs> on my head. Like, no. like You, you ever went too, like, deep on somebody? No. Not yet that I know of. <laughs> like, no. If if anything, my pressure was way too light at the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I used to, like, beat myself up. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. I remember how one client, like, the just the, I just couldn't get the pigment in. And I was like tripping like what the fuck like, i cried afterwards like like i was so hard on myself and it was like one of my first few clients yeah but now like my my technique is a lot better but it took me a while it took me a while so you know everybody that's starting i'm like don't be so hard on yourself because i was there can i ask you a question like you ever got into like how thick the skull i mean the, the head is you ever went that deep to see like how much like an inch like put the needle that deep no no oh, no, no, no. I was like, Wait, no, no no like you ever ask like surgeons or anything like how 
Because, I mean, you see a needle is... We're hot. just on the top layer of skin. We're not, like, okay. going too deep like that okay. with the needle. You're not supposed to. You can cause a blowout like that. And then they're, then you're just, like, messing people up at that point. Yeah, you don't want to do that. It's going to be crazy. And the blood's, like, start bleeding out and stuff? They... I haven't had a blowout. What is that? You know, like, when... Because I, I hear that, a blowout. I think of a tire blowing out. You know, when you see the skin is kind of lifted when you have those tattoos. I'm sure you've seen some tattoos that tattoo artists do and they're like Damn, oh lumpy. Mine just. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> that can happen on scalp too. Yeah. So, yeah. So you can have like lumpy on the scalp? Not lumpy. <laughs> no, not not lumpy, but it's going to look like a big, like, it's just, it's not going to look right. Uh. I have to show you. Like, it's kind of hard for me to explain it. I'd have to show like you. It looks like exactly it's burnt, it like a burn mark or something? No. Oh. No, it's not gonna look like a burn mark. I know blowout sounds like it could be like something like that, but no, it's it's something that I will have to show you. Like, I oh, okay, okay, I got you, I got you. Yeah. So, what is your biggest flex, if you can say? Mm. I went from being a personal trainer to a tattoo artist, and tripling my income. Really? Yeah. I think, like, lately that's been my biggest flex. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, right now, that one's it. <laughs> Are you single? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> what, um, do you think, like, dating is difficult right now? Yeah. Than before? Like, when I mean before, I meant, like, more traditionally. Oh, yeah. Before. Yeah. Social media has made it like a game. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> a DM. Yeah. It's it's like it's like a DM game. Yeah. Like motherfuckers are just fishing, like the throwing the hook, and then just like, <laughs> oh, I caught a sucker. Like let me reel this shit in. Like that's literally <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't mean to like. I don't mean to say it like that, but it's the truth. Like, yeah, it is. you know, it it's is funny true. because I've had friends that, you know, girls talk, guys talk, and we've literally had the same guys in our DMs. Like, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> kind of shit is this? Yeah. So it's just like there's there's not a lot of high value men out there. Yeah. Okay. So doing shit like that don't make you high value either if you're in everybody's DMs. No matter how much money you have. No matter, yes. Yeah. No matter how much shit you flex on the gram, your fucking car, your money, your watches, yeah. nothing. Like, if you're in everybody's DM, you're for everybody. Yeah. Exactly. That's facts. And man. girls, too. Like, I'm not just saying guys do it. Girls do it, too. Like, yeah. girls be throwing themselves at people. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I know that because I have guy friends. Like, I have a lot of guy friends and they just, like, like, I hear stuff and I'm like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just men too, so no, I didn't say. Yeah, I said it's yeah, not just yeah. men. Like there's girls that do it too, and it's yeah. like, dang, because you know there's good guys and there's good girls out there, and the bad guys fuck it up for the good guys, and the girls that are just out there mess it up for the good girls, you know. So it's kind of like, but I am gonna say this: if you want something, like if you really want a good girl or you want a good guy. Ask yourself, am I a good guy or am I a good girl? Like, do I do, am I the person that I want? Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. I think that's a big thing that people need to really think about. Yeah. 
So let me ask you this since you're single, like what type of men are you into? I don't know. I don't really have a type, to be honest. It like I I, I don't got no type. Let's I ain't got no t- <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a type. <clears throat> but if I vibe with you, I vibe with you. Like if I feel peaceful around you, if I feel comfortable around you, then you know, if I could be myself, yeah, that's a lot, you know. What about physique? They gotta go to the gym. Because mm. you go to the gym. Yeah, but I've only dated like one fit guy. Like, took serious, like one fit guy. Like, because your physique, you can always work on that. Mm. But what's in here? Like, are they a good person? What if they don't want to like, work on the physique, though? Okay, we, we gotta we gotta work on a That's little something. Like, <laughs> if they try, it's cool. Like, as long as they're like okay with because I do eat a certain way and I like yeah. I do want to maintain myself because you know that's important your mm-hmm. health is important health is wealth but mm-hmm. that's uh i think they do need to at least try <laughs> at least try like it's like if you <laughs> it's like if you date a girl like you date a woman and she don't put no makeup on like you know siempre anda tirada you're like hey you gotta try <laughs> like you gotta at least try to be presentable right like yeah so <laughs> right i'm trying to compare it so that i don't like i don't want to bash men and i don't want to nah, bash nah, women. Nah, like nah. i don't yeah nah, it's all good what about uh the money? They gotta make like the same money, same amount of money as you, maybe more, maybe less, or what? I would want them to make more. And I say this, I say this because I eventually want to have kids. I don't mm. have kids, so I want to know. You do have a kid. I have a kid. I have a child. That's yes. a kid. She's, yeah, she's like a child. But I, I, I want to be able to know that in case I do have a kid, like. Like, you got me. Like, you know, if I want to stay home with my kid in the meantime or whatever, because, you know, I work for myself. So there's no, like, maternity leave or FMLA or or whatever. Right. You just I don't know. Just that's 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 what a man's supposed to do. Right. Like he's supposed to, like, be able to provide. Yeah. You know, I was raised traditionally. So, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw would you be like 50 50 with the man or like is it like 80 20 or what do you think? Uh, I don't want to say nothing wrong. On here. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want you to say nothing wrong either. I just, I was, wanna, I just want you to say what you think. I just, I, I don't know if I could do the fifty fifty. Like, I mean, I could if we're married. Like, we're we're one, right? Yeah. Then yeah, like what's mine is yours. But as far as just dating, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think I. Can do the fifty fifty like I've I've paid for stuff like I always so do stuff like that's that. That's what I'm asking. So like if you go on a date, right? Mm-hmm. And let's like say, if it's a first date, no, no not a fuck first no. date. <laughs> 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 you already know if the man's gonna. You already know if you, if you go on a first date, the man's gonna show up. I just it's like off the bat. my dad's never. My dad, my uncles, like I just was raised with really good guys, like really traditional. Yeah. Like my dad's never let me pay for nothing or never like. Yeah. Like I don't know. And I've always dated dated guys that just just I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah. Mm. But not the first date, like not so. the first date, no, yeah, no. Yeah. But I do think it's fair, like you do pay for stuff and like because you want to, like if you really care for somebody, like yeah, you want to do nice exactly. stuff for them. Yeah. Like if you get me there, like where I want to do stuff for you and like then yeah, fuck yeah, like I want to spoil you too. Ooh, yeah. nice. What's a physical feature you don't like about yourself? <sighs> mm. 
I feel like everybody has one. I want to say my my teeth and my nose. What's wrong with your teeth? I have like baby teeth. They're like little. <laughs> <laughs> she showed the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my nose. That's yeah. That's it. Okay. I think the so the last girl she said not the not the one that was just here but the previous she said her ears, mm. yeah, because they were like pointy. Oh no, I like my ears. I got cute ears. Okay, <laughs> but then when she took her, my head- mom has big ears, so I'm glad I got like little small ears. <laughs> <laughs> when she took the headphones off, they were like really they were like flat because you know the headphones flatten them, so yeah. I can tell. But no, mine is my teeth, just like the like they're straight. They're really straight. Well, they're, they're straight as hell small. though. They're just small. and white. Like. Who's your teeth whitener? What do you use for teeth whitening? Nothing. I just brush my teeth. <laughs> I just I just brush my teeth like three times a day, two times a day. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. damn. I'm really big on that. Like I have like we the serene in the in the in the studio and everything. Like any chance I get to like I need to. Like if my I, I your breath cannot be stinking around me. <laughs> <laughs> what about clients? Like when you do their brows, can you Honestly, not really. But if they uh, if they smoke, I can tell. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's about it. Like not nothing. Like I don't be all up in their breath. Like, <laughs> but I think they know that I'm gonna be like. So they. Yeah. They take uh, you know, they'll bring some little gum with them or something, or I'll have some there at the studio. Like, hey, I like I have water, like snacks, whatever there. So like, um, talk about your hobbies. You have any hobbies? Like uh, you do besides work. Uh, the gym. Um. I like to be with my family. I have a goddaughter. Um, so whenever I get a chance to hang out with her and her little sister and her mom, like, yeah, I try to do that. Nice. Yeah. And my dad and hang out with my dad. So. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So what's what's the, the future for uh, you and the. And, um, defined. Yeah. Is it. So it's undefined, right? Defined. Defined. Defined beauty bar. Okay. Defined yeah, beauty bar. What's. It doesn't sound like it's a tattoo thing. It's uh, no. It sounds like a beauty, like a cosmetic. So thing. when I started, when I started defined, I my initial plan was to like add lashes and add all the like other beauty things, and then ended up just doing like full on tattooing, cosmetic tattooing. So maybe in the future there could be a rebrand there, but um, this year I plan on uh, teaching a little more too. So teaching and helping people start their own business in cosmetic tattooing mm. helping women start their own business in cosmetic tattooing you know whether it's eyebrows whether it's scalp um i know i know scalp is like a male dominant industry like doing the scalp micropigmentation really yeah you're like the first you're like the only one i know in houston um i think there's only like a few people in houston mm. that do it but mostly they're guys Mm. so um we need some more women <laughs> in the smp industry yeah so um i i, I genuinely want to help people uh learn to do this and start a business because you know there's so much um you know this changed my life yeah completely like i never would have expected to be doing this yeah Never would have expected it. Like, how the fuck did I go from training? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You know, I went from 
being a personal trainer to tattooing and then like, you know, changing people's lives like completely and making them feel more confident about themselves and making a good living doing. Yeah. What's the like craziest story you heard while like doing a... Doing a tattoo? Yeah. I did a lady's eyebrows and um, one of them was droopy. It was kind of like kind of down and she, you know, she felt really self-conscious about it. And I made her feel really comfortable about the procedure and everything. And she's like, I'm sorry. Like, she's like, my ex-husband used to beat me. And, you know, one of my, the side of my brow is like that because of that. He, like, broke my jaw and all this. Like, she went into, you know, detail about it. And when I fixed her, when I did her eyebrows, like, she, like, started crying. She started crying like I wanted to cry because it just made such an impact on her. Like I was like, oh, my God, and I gave her a hug. And like, it's OK. Like, you look beautiful. Like, you look amazing. And she was just so happy. You know, like I've seen people like get into tears because they just love the, the how their eyebrows are or their lips or their scalp. Like, they're so much more confident. Like, I've had clients send me selfies like, look, I got a freaking hairline. Like, what? Damn. You know, that's awesome. That's awesome. And then they just vibe with you. They're just like, you made them feel better. So it's cool. Like, it's a blessing. And you make friends out of it, too. Like, a lot of my clients have turned into friends, even when I was a trainer. So you build relationships, too, through all that. You meet people That's who awesome. do different things that can <clears throat> benefit you later, too. You know, both of you. Mm -hmm. So it's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So you like, so you like changing people's lives and seeing it Yeah. right then and there. It's an instant gratification yeah. for the most part. Um, even though it does take sessions, like every permanent makeup um, service is is a um, two-step process or more. But it is is a gratifying thing to see like people feel more confident about themselves. Especially like women who didn't have eyebrows. Like there's been women that I've tattooed their eyebrows and they didn't grow any hair back from chemo. Oh yeah, damn. So you know, Talk you did that for them. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a doctor. She's a OB/GYN, and she uh she she had just finished her chemo treatment like a year before that. When did her eyebrows, and um she had no hair. She really didn't have any hair, and like it's cool because like she's like I never would have thought I'd be tattooing a doctor's face. Like what? Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. And that's awesome that they trust me to do that. So do you have? clients that were patients in that sense like they had cancer and they lost some besides the one you talked about um i've had her i've had some with alopecia to where they just lose their hair like it's not about being in chemo and losing hair yeah um it's alopecia where you're just like you know lose your hair or it just doesn't grow back yeah so i've had that too any bad clients Mm, yeah there's gonna be bad clients so yeah i've had some i've had some that are extra picky i had some that you just can't make them happy oh yeah i've had some that have unrealistic expectations <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it's the truth like sometimes um like they want that like they want to comb their hair so um no honestly <laughs> with scalp okay there is unrealistic expectations there too but this is where like I'm really glad that I was a personal trainer before this because that taught me how to learn to be firm with people. Oh, okay. And like talk to them 
in a way where they can understand it or comprehend things, mm-hmm. like how to talk to them. And um, that helped me here. That's why I say, like, I feel like everything lined up for me the way it was supposed yeah. to. Like, God did that. Yeah. You know? So um, with guys, like, some of them think that it's going to be like a hair transplant. It's going to look exactly like hair. It's going to be like, you know, some of them don't want to cut their hair. And their hairline's like all the way back here. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I, I'm not a miracle worker at this yeah. point, you know? So um, I've had women that they won't have any hair on their eyebrows. And then they want it to look exactly like hair. And it's like, this is not hair. Like, you don't have hair. Yeah. You know? Like, they want their tattoo to look like my hair. Like, dude, I have thick eyebrows. Like, I thick ass eyebrows. <laughs> like, at that, you know? So your brows are not going to look like mine if you don't have hair. Yeah. Right. So um, just stuff like that, because it's like it's not like a tattoo where you get like a portrait and it's like, okay, that's how it's going to look like. Yeah. They want to enhance something with a tattoo. So you have to know how to tell them yes and no for that aesthetic that they're wanting. Yeah. And sometimes you you can't like I'm the type of artist that I'm not going to take every client. Mm, so you're like if i think you're gonna look fucking crazy i'm gonna tell you no (laughs) i'm being serious like Like, you're like my reputation is worth way more than money yeah yeah because you're gonna walk around looking like that and you're gonna say oh d did that why she do that to you yeah you know so you have to know how to be firm and tell them yes or no like if they can do it or not and some of them will thank you like thank you i appreciate that for being honest with me and being real with me about it. I was like, look, I could take your money. Like I've told clients, like I could take your money and do it and you're going to hate it and you're going to come back and be like, why'd you do this to me? Yeah. So what is like your pet peeve in the industry? <clears throat> you have like a pet peeve or anything? As far uh, as like tattoo industry or anything? Brows or anything that you're into? Uh, a pet peeve. Um, I feel like sometimes some artists are a little, a little mean <laughs> with uh, cosmetic tattooing. Mm. Um, the girls, they're a little more catty. The SMP, like I have questions and like I've met, I've had friends, I've met like friends through social media and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're cool. But as far as brows, um, I don't know. Like, some of them are not very nice. <laughs> so, I guess it just depends. I don't, women are, sometimes they can be in competition with each other, and it's not how we should be. How should it be? Um, we should, we should like, try to uplift each other, man. Like, you know, give each other pointers and not take everything so offensively. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of guy friends, and, like, they'd like to fuck around and just talk shit and it's never taken offensive a lot of times, you know? And with women, oh my God, you gotta like be careful. Like sometimes I'll walk on eggshells sometimes with them. So yeah, then be careful how you say things. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a couple last questions. D, Hi. what are you working right now to better yourself? Right now. Whether it's business or personal. Um, Right now, um, I am taking a course uh, for my business, um, for the back ends of the business. Um, I'm praying more. 
a lot, um, sticking to myself a lot. Like I haven't been really going out much, um, just because I focus so much better when I have a lot of alone time. So I'm doing that right now. Um, and what else? I'm trying to go back into the gym some more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be better about going to the gym every day or at least five times a week. Because mm-hmm. um, that was like my everything at one point. And, you know, when you have a business and you're the only one doing a little bit of everything, it it kind of... Overwhelming. Yeah. And when you're at the gym, you're like, shit, I could be like doing all this other stuff. And so it kind of... Do you feel like you're not focused enough either? Like, let's say you're at the gym, you're like, damn, I should have been doing this. Yes. And then you're, like, working that's out. That's exactly you're like, how it is. Like, I'll be at the gym replying to clients, and I'm like, I should not be doing this. Like, I yeah. need to be, like, yeah. like, I need to leave my phone in the car because I'm over here, like. Plus, you work out better, too. Yeah. Like, if you don't have no phone. But then, like, how you don't have a music. music? I know. That's how I was. <laughs> yeah. So, that's my, my main thing is, like, trying to feel better about myself physically going to the gym and stuff because now that i sit down so much like it's made a big difference yeah. <laughs> in my physique so i'm trying to be better like the eating i got down like i don't eat too bad but the physical like really getting into the gym that's the yeah that's the struggle right now got you what are some lessons you learned in life recently yeah recently or any 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 time or just in general yeah in general um just in general um not everybody's gonna support you don't expect your family your friends not everybody's gonna support you um sometimes it's strangers that support you more than you know the people closest to you mm-hmm. um don't listen to what everybody has to say about your goals your dreams um also don't tell everybody your goals and your dreams because if they shit on them it can kind of make you feel some type of way Mm. (laughs) yeah um and what else Mm. just pray man pray and stay close to god like have faith Uh, that's a big that's a big reason why i'm here with everything faith Mm -hmm. big 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 believer on um everything lined up for me like god wanted it to be this be this way so i'm like Really big on that. Prayers. Whenever you're, whenever you're going through uh, the the dieting for the competition, do you feel like you didn't have enough support from your family? Um, not really. I really didn't. Like they yeah. didn't really fuck with it. They like didn't. they didn't really support a lot of stuff. Like they just thought it was like whatever. They didn't support it until like I did something like oh, damn, you're doing a show, like, damn, that's badass, and then yeah. they supported it. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit. Like, I literally had one of my cousins tell me, like, I I didn't really think you were that serious until you actually yeah. did that. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, for real. Fuck you, though. <laughs> I, feel like that, I feel like that happens a lot in family. Yeah. You know? like I feel like no, they don't support you until, like, it's cool to support you. It's kind of yeah. fucked up, but it is fucked up. Not it, kind of. It is. I mean, like yeah, I, no, I can tell you, I can up. tell you one time my parents never watched the podcast I put out. Yeah, and I'm no, like, damn. Like, no, it it is fucked up. Um, it's you know what's fucked up too. It's like 
<laughs> when they think like it's some bullshit and then later on like people supporting you like hey so what's up with a discount and i'm like fuck you like <laughs> you're gonna pay full price because you didn't even support me from yeah. the jump like what do you mean yeah <laughs> for sure that's yeah like i have like i have this one tia like she sends people like tell her to give you a discount I'm like how are you supporting me you're telling this person that you're gonna what the fuck every everybody has a tia like that i'm like <laughs> what the hell like they don't see it like i guess because it's i don't know it's weird like latinos are they, i feel like they don't see the work behind it they just see like oh well she i'm cool with her give a discount yeah you know tell her i sent you she'll give you a discount yeah and it's like wait what like hold <laughs> up you don't go to fucking target and ask them for a discount you don't go to walmart and ask them for a discount like yeah like this, what the hell like no so like they they actually say oh she sent me to get a discount. Um, I had one where she's like, uh, ask her if she has specials or like tell her to give you a discount. She can give you a discount. Like because I'm a small business, I can give you a discount. Like no, like I have yeah. bills that I have to pay. I have, you know, like what yeah, the hell? Yeah. I have a studio I have to pay. Rent, I got everything. rent. I got everything. Like <clears throat> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, not yeah. for you though. I I honestly like know where you're coming from when you say like the family doesn't fully until you do something like yeah. until it's like oh oh like if i did a celebrity scalp or something like oh shit oh so you're like that like yeah so i think that's kind of like i would have to interview like george lopez or somebody for yeah. them to be like oh or like 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 my pops he'd probably be like damn you interviewed Gen chingo bling or something like oh damn i'm watch it you know yeah. and it's like right, it kind of sucks like yeah. it, i mean i can't say that my dad wasn't my dad's a big supporter yeah my, my dad's my best friend so he's nice. like he's literally like tells everybody damn that's awesome yeah like he has a banner in the shop with my business on there like cool has my business cards everything and my dad's like big big time like if you're bald he'll be like Mi hija te puede ayudar. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's like ay necesitas hacerte las cejas hell yeah even that promo yes my dad my dad's for real like he's like That's number awesome. one supporter like no matter what i do i could be selling water bottles on the fucking corner my dad's like you gotta go buy from my daughter that's <laughs> so, awesome yeah so that's that's my um as long as my dad supports me i'm good yeah. So, yeah nice um what advice would you give yourself if you could go back five to ten years five years five years what advice would you give d vega I'd be like, you're that girl. Do it. Just do it. Don't think about it. Don't overthink it. Just do it. Anything that you want to do, do it. You can do it. That's what I would say to myself. And I would I would tell myself to focus more on whatever it is that I want to do and not focus on relationships, not focus on, mm. you know, the guys or being in love and things like that. That's what I would tell myself. Sound like you had a bad experience. Mm, bad and good. <laughs> you got to go through bad things for good things to happen sometimes. Oh, you learned a lot though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be the person I am today without all those lessons that I learned. Damn. Mm -hmm. Nice. Let's wrap it up. So what advice would you give? Maybe it's women, business owners. What do you have to say to the world? <clears throat> um, don't be scared to just make the move. Um, regardless if 
anybody close to you doesn't support you, put yourself out there. Don't be scared. Um, I had one person tell me uh, to just go for it and post every day. Like, every day, it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. just do it. And that's gotten me really far. But at first, I was really scared. Like, I was really scared to talk to people. I was really scared to kind of put myself out there, put my business out there, be vulnerable. Um, so now we're in, um, we're in a social media culture. Oh yeah. And you got to stand out. You know, people say that there's a lot of industries that are saturated. No, they're not. Yeah. Like if people, they want to buy from you, anything that it is, they want to buy from you. Like they like your personality. They like the way they vibe with you. You have something in common, whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, so don't be scared to just go for it and just be yourself and have fun. Like more than anything, have fun with it. And like if you're passionate about it and if you're passionate about it enough, like put emphasis on that. Thank you for tuning in to Go Hard Podcast. Make sure you check out Dave Vega. <laughs> I thought she was peeing on me already. I'm sorry. Make sure you check out D Vega on Instagram. Do you have a TikTok? I have a TikTok. It's defined, D-F-I-N-E-D dot S-M-P. And then check out defined on Instagram as well. Defined beauty bar underscore. And then my personal page is X-X-D-E-E-Vega. You have a Facebook? Yeah, it's D Vega. Yeah. Do you have a business Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's defined beauty bar. Okay. Mm-hmm. And make sure you check out Go Hard Podcast on YouTube. For the audio, it's going to be Spotify, Apple, and all the audio platforms. The videos on YouTube and the shorts will be on Instagram, YouTube Shorts, Facebook, and TikTok. Peace. Bye. <laughs>